This podcast is brought to you by our patrons. To help support the show, visit patreon.com slash haveadrinkshow. This is your beer, liquor, and other beverage news for the week of March 21st, 2020. Corona is in the news. No, not not the beer, the, the other one. Speaking of that, some distilleries are trying to clean things up. Someone is selling a lot of whiskey. Everything must go. Keystone's looking for a new mascot. That's probably not Greg Cook. All that and more on Have a Drink News. Welcome to Have a Drink News, the show where we cover the week's popular news about what you drink. I'm Brittany Lee Walker. I'm Justin Fraser, And I'm Christopher Walker. Let's get right into the news. <laughs> New survey from the Brewers Association says 99% of craft brewery business being impacted by COVID-19. <laughs> this just in, water wet. Mm. Also, does COVID-19 sound like a, uh, a mid-2000s pop band? COVID-19. Maybe a K-pop band. I want to say it's a car model. <laughs> uh, the COVID-19s were okay, but the COVID-20s? Right on. Or a ca- slap or a... the top of that thing. You can fit so many illness in this. It also sounds like <laughs> a Qualcomm chip or something for phones, like a processor. Yeah. Mm. Well, virtually every craft brewery is feeling the economic crunch from the coronavirus, a disease, COVID-19. This is all coming from Brewbound, by the way. According to results from the Bruce Association, uh, the Bruce Association is something we know, but they are a not-for-profit uh, trade group, which represents the interest of small and independent craft breweries. They did the uh, survey to try to gauge the effects of what many are uh, to show what many expected. And uh, the industry is facing an economic hardship like never before. Uh, More than 600 breweries responded to the survey as of Tuesday night. And the effect of shutdowns and closures, uh, uh, shutdowns and closures uh, on on on-premise establishments in an effort to stop the spread of the, uh, of the disease and, quote, flatten the curve, unquote, are going to touch just about every company. They are still gathering information so people can uh, uh, go pick up, if, you know, go go fill it out if you if you haven't yet. Uh, because so many breweries sell a high percentage of their beer through their taproom or brew pub and draft sales make up roughly a third of craft brew production, the rapid shuttering of, or restriction of breweries, bars, and restaurants has drastically cut the short-term cash flow as well as the production in the medium term. Uh, BA's chief economist Bart Watson wrote, uh, "Yeah, now now I can't hear COVID nineteen without hearing Come on, Eileen. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. COVID nineteen. Oh, I swear I believe this sucks. The breweries are out of business. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, this is a good time uh, to bring it up. Hey, um, it's up to you as consumers." to help try and keep like i'm i was always one before that was like am i supposed to like i can't be everywhere i can't keep the doors open at all these breweries like when breweries <laughs> around here were closing up i was like now you have to and now it's like no you better make it out to the breweries you know need the help the ones who do not have distro the ones that survive off of taproom sales it is up to you to go and get growler fills only you could prevent <clears throat> brewery foreclosures yes uh i have been we went to bring up a pretty hefty tab at uh nine giant because they they do not distro anything it's everything is uh in 
tap room sales. Got some growlers, got dinner, got all, they were doing curbside to go service. So it was like a hundred dollar tab. Like you've got to get to these places. You've got to spend money or they will not survive this. You've got some bigger breweries around uh, Cincinnati. We've got bigger ones who have a lot of distro into multiple States. They have beer and grocery stores. Like they have distro sales that will get them through this. But a lot of these smaller breweries are not going to survive. And it's, I hate to say it because I was always the one staunchly against saying like keeping these doors open to these breweries is up to us as consumers. But right now it is. Yeah. And I get it. Money's tight. Times are hard. That's when you have the disposable income to do this with. Like if you're, if you're out somewhere, like if you're at the grocery store and you're thinking about grabbing a couple six packs to take home, you could easily take that money and go get a 64 ounce growler. Yeah. So like I said, instead of, instead of buying a six pack, head down to your local place, pick up a growler, a crowler or a howler. Hmm. Uh, in chat for everybody, you said Brink if you're in Cincinnati as well. Yeah, and they ran out of uh, Crowler cans, <laughs> I saw, because the, they've been seeing the business. So they ran out of Crowler cans. They were only doing, uh, I think, I don't know if they had Growlers left, and I know they got can, a can donation from somewhere else. Hmm. Like the breweries at Can are donating cans to the ones who don't have anything to package it up. So, like, they're trying to cover each other. It's just, I mean, it's dark times that's what i want to say like we were looking at well like we were coming up on 70 breweries in the greater cincinnati area once this thing's done half that number i'm willing to bet like i would almost put money on it now we'll be down to half that yeah well according to the survey 90 percent of breweries have said covid19 has already impacted their on-site sale business 58 percent had it affected their distribution orders and 89 percent said it had manifested as canceled events just one percent of beer companies said they had seen no impact. That one percent clearly not in a state where they have shut down everything. Clearly, Florida. that one is just ABM Bev. Well, I mean, is it craft in it? I was thinking about that too because I was like, oh. yeah, I was thinking craft? about that too, but I was like, like it's it's craft. It is you know through the Brewers Association, so I don't think uh, I, I don't think ABM Bev is a dues paying member. Who could be the the paying members to the Brewers Association that have not been impacted by this yet. Like I'm just, what brewery has not been impacted? I can't even like spitball an idea on this. Yeah, I'm not sure. And that that, that could also be, oh, I don't know. It could be, it could be larger ones that have a pretty big distro but aren't completely. Re- I don't know. It, it it's hard to say. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, this what is... states just don't give a crap <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh just everyone go you have to spend money at your local businesses like that's i, I also would like to imagine that one percent is within the margin of error <laughs> true mm-hmm. i wonder that's yeah <laughs> what is the uh error on this i didn't think of that point <laughs> but yeah uh melissa romo co-owner of uh preston virginia based lake and brew house and the ba's uh board of directors taproom class representative said her brewery is adapting by pivoting to to go sales using their 16 ounce crowler can machine uh, to offer draft offerings and shift uh, shifting their their community gatherings such as uh next saturday's book club to a video conference uh platform the uh uh zoom and this actually reminds me of someone in the the beer group here uh, one of the beer groups here in lexington uh they someone was like hey everybody we uh want to keep that 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 spirit alive of drinking together 
let's let's do some video conferencing. We'll we'll pour beers together and we'll just talk a, online. A lot of and people I'm, are doing. Friends are just like chat, like because they can't gather in person. You know, like people coming together on the internet to talk about and enjoy beers. Wow, what a novel who, idea! Oh, man, our our game's gonna get real crowded. <laughs> That it, like it's not already. In the next month, 95.2% of breweries are said to expect their sales to decline, while 20, uh, sorry, 2.6% anticipate just being flat. Just 1% said uh, they anticipate sales to increase. So yeah, no, no, no. Sure. These are so from the survey. These are people who marked this. Like the, these were their answers. Mm-hmm. Like some, like and the 1%. 1.3% didn't respond. <laughs> so again, someone's expecting sales to go up during this period who is yep. that i don't know but i do know a lot of places are beginning furloughs and laying off workers including russian river and mcmenon's uh night shift uh brewing announced they would not lay off employees but did institute a furlough program for every department to reduce workflow slash pay for many but enable our staff to file for unemployment mm. yeah so it's it's rough times, uh, especially like I know here in uh, in Kentucky, where where all of us are throughout the state. Uh, they they just said no restaurants, no bars, everyone shut down. Mm-hmm. And after a few minutes after that, I was like, "Wow, that's gonna suck for." Oh no, <laughs> we have a friend with the brewery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a former co-host with a brewery. He is. He said everything will be fine. They should be should be all right. It's just going to be be a slow couple weeks, maybe longer. They're lucky back in the mountains right now. There's no tested positive cases. Any like within how many counties back though? It's like twenty counties or something. There's... Yeah. So someone asked me if I wanted to go <laughs> home and visit my family, and I went. I don't know what I'm carrying on me right now. I don't right. want to be the one, like the plague bringer, who carries it back there. So I'm like, we're not going to the mountains. We're going to keep a social distancing. Which, and... which is 99% of all of my plans for apocalyptic scenarios. Yeah. Right? No, that's all Head mine. back to the hills. The population's dispersed so so widely, you'll, nothing can, you know, no zombie apocalypse could take over. Exactly. The, like, just so it'd be like five zombies at a time would come stumbling across the field at you. What foils everyone's so heavily armed we would all just go all right let's see who gets the best shot yeah i'm gonna put one in the left eye (laughs) you'd be arguing with the neighbor on who gets to take these uh like it's on your line i'm not doing it this time okay we all know that that tree stump is yours marker the property line you go look this year easter's canceled jesus stays dead jesus doesn't stay dead he does, however, practice social distancing. <laughs> Look, he's all, you know, doesn't have to touch you. You don't even have to touch the hem of his garment to be healed. He's fine. He got you. Um, if if like, that's how you, that's what you believe. Question in the chat. It's not uh, what you believe. Whatever. Broken Throne is set up to do uh, growlers. Mm. They've gotten a hold, yeah. they got their hands on some glass, and I think they will refill your sanitized uh, glass if you bring it down i didn't i just saw that they said they were filling uh growlers i know that they're working on getting a they've got a crowler machine it was just about getting everything you know to make it functional i don't think yeah. they have the, the cans and stuff for it yet but they can fill your glass hmm. and they've got some glass there 
So you can you can give their business. They're taking orders. There's a phone number. Uh, go look at their social media. They've got it up there. Well, speaking of uh, businesses that are uh, getting equipped for for new things, we've got some <laughs> some distilleries that are they're doing a little bit different work than normal. Yeah, uh, a few. So a lot of breweries and distilleries. Hey, what are we going to do during this downtime? Well, a few uh, pioneered and started moving forward. Uh, well, someone we've talked about a lot on here, uh, BrewDog. They're making, they're making ice cream and milk, right? <laughs> exactly. It's like Prohibition all over again. Yeah. So the independent brewer uh, BrewDog has begun making hand sanitizer at its distillery in Aberdeenshire amid shortages driven by coronavirus fears firm said it would be giving away the punk sanitizer for free to those that need it. Uh, BrewDog founder I, I, James Watt announced. My, com- my, <laughs> my place of work needs it, BrewDog. <laughs> Send that stuff across the Atlantic. <laughs> they said on social media uh, that the company had started producing sanitizer to help with shortages. We are determined to do everything we can to try and help as many people as possible. Uh, the company said it was working around the clock on producing the first batch to have it available for next week, and this story is already almost a week old. Uh, yeah, this was one of the first ones I had heard. That yeah. They're like, hey, they could, I mean, that was a pretty quick thing for them, too. Like, oh, we, uh, it's getting pretty bad, guys. <laughs> if only we had some way to make alcohol to help clean things. Hey, guys, we do. Yeah. HMRC said it was uh, prioritizing applications for manufacturers to enable them to produce uh, denatured alcohol, a type of spirit that is not for human consumption and exempt from excess tax duties. Uh, A range of chemicals is added to the alcohol to render it undrinkable. There is a there's a dumb part of my brain that that always likes to prove something wrong. And it goes, I mean, not with that attitude. (laughs) With heavy demand, independent gin producers have also been switching their production. Uh, Verdant Spirits, based in Dundee, is reportedly aiming to produce 400 liters of the gel starting this week, while Bristol's uh, Psychopomp Micro Distillery and 58 Gin in London are also working on similar products. In France, uh, the luxury goods group LVMH has switched to producing hand sanitizer, and three of its perfume and cosmetics factories for distribution to French hospitals fighting coronavirus. Uh, Yeah, uh, also, how does Dundee not have some sort of company called Crocodiles? But the, you know, it's nice to see, like, a lot of these are doing this. BrewDog doing it is kind of funny because they're not really a distillery. Well, they do. Uh, Uh, They do make They have one, but they're, they're known for beer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so stateside, pretty much every whiskey manufacturer is uh, switching right now. Uh, Buffalo Trace has already switched, and they are no longer producing any uh, consumable alcohol. Only thing coming out of their stills right now is hand sanitizer, and it's all being prioritized for free use to the people who need it uh, right now in the state of Kentucky. That probably takes them less time to make than uh, than whiskey, though. So we'll yeah. probably only see like a little bit of a shortage, and then if you see in that much, uh, the we saw pictures in our group. I think some of the uh, Blanton's gold has already hit shelves in the middle of the crisis. So we we're like, oh, you'll never see it on shelves. And some people in our group have already laid their hands on a bottle <laughs> of it. 
Because there's no lines. Yeah, yeah everyone's kind of like, oh, I don't really want to go out. Is it really worth my life? Is it worth dying for? Probably. Yes. But, uh, yeah, there's plenty. At, at some of the breweries, so Dogfish Head, they have a distillery as well. Uh, they are producing hand sanitizer for the state of Delaware. So it, it seems to be at the state level. So with that happening, Kentucky is, with Andy Bashir and all the bourbon distilleries, we're going to be completely safe. We're going to be good. We're going to be so fine. Uh, Daddy Andy is going to take care of us. He's going to sit down. Daddy Andy's so good to us. I know I've seen also at least a few Ohio distilleries that are doing the same thing, too. Yes, there are. Uh, there is a Cincinnati. I think there's a couple Cincinnati distilleries yeah. who are already producing. Ohio can get their own Daddy Andy. <laughs> Ohio, Ohio can't have Andy. Andy's all ours. <laughs> Tennessee's knocking yes. on that door. They can, they can go away. <laughs> Look, you can have them when we're done with them. We, get, we have, we have, you know, the rest of this term, and hopefully one more. Oh, what's that sweater made of? Presidential material. <laughs> oh, well, I guess since it's so easy to get a hold of. Uh, uh, of whiskey now since stuff's just flying off the shelves mm. maybe we can find some in dc Brittany. yes honestly i was waiting on you to do the transition because i was like <laughs> I, don't, I got nothing uh washington dc bar jack rose is selling everything in its 2700 bottle whiskey collection do they have it oh okay oh, it's probably due to a lot of things but all i'm thinking of right now is, like, is this a fire sale everything must go <laughs> ants in the eyes johnson is here selling you whiskey yes uh the collection includes hard to find dusties and other rare bottles that will be sold at 20 to 50 percent off what? yeah according what? <laughs> according to the calendar on its website there are currently 2687 bottles of whiskey uh lining the shelves behind the bar at jack rose dining saloon the DC bar is a must-visit destination for bourbon and whiskey lovers, and for those of us who fall into that category, its fat whiskey Bible menu is a more thrilling read than anything on the New York Times bestseller list. Mm. Uh, but because desperate times, desperate measures and all that, Jack Rose has decided to sell everything, literally everything, in the, chat, in the bar. Uh, even at those... Uh price slashes it'd still be enough to pay rent for the next three months <laughs> yeah um so uh this is including the widely available favorites and the hard to find dusties that make up the country's biggest collection of spirits dusties <laughs> there's got to be some kind of accent you put on that dusties. um and so apparently there's this note that uh jack rose has been called one of the largest retailers of whiskeys in the western hemisphere uh, Hear that, South America? <laughs> yeah. Uh, quote, when we came out of this on the other... Or when we want to... I can't read. When we come out of this on the other side, I want to be debt-free and get everyone back to work. This means selling a shit ton of whiskey. <laughs> Man, I got to agree. I, I, I have to appreciate that, that, that mentality. It's like, look, we got to get out the other side of this. We need to make sure everything's still working. They made the investments in these bottles, and I guess you know what they're seeing it. Like if we sell the, if we sell these hard to find, yeah, vintages now for twenty to fifty percent off, it will mean you know literally no losses in our staff. No, we don't have to incur any more debt. Just sell the bottles and keep good. Yeah. So um, I don't let's see when this was when the date of this was, but um, I said the. Uh, 
bar's unbelievable pop-up whiskey shop opens for business today. So whenever this article is posted, I have to look at that. Uh, and every bottle will be sold at a discount of between 20% and 50% off. The bottles that have been opened will be offered either by the bottle or by the ounce. It was uh, released tomorrow. What? <laughs> it says updated March 22nd, 2020. That makes no sense. Uh, <laughs> Damn time travelers. Yeah. Uh, Jack Rose is also putting together neatly packaged cocktails to go kits for 10 bucks each. Uh, and Chef Russell Jones has put a takeout menu together for anyone who wants something from the saloon dining room to accompany their whiskey haul. Also, if you'd like to visit the bar when all this uncertainty is behind us, he's also selling gift cards that can be cashed in for future whiskey flights. Man, they are on it. They are they are trying to get ahead of this as much as they can, and they are doing a lot of work. Yeah, uh, this is this is making a lot of, of goodwill, I guess. So I also like the uh, Drams to Go menu. <laughs> that's a that's a great name there. Uh, Jack Rose will start taking phone orders today at twelve thirty p.m. Ooh. and the pop up whiskey shop will be open from one p.m. until ten p.m. daily. Because safety and social distancing are the words of the day, the bar says that anyone who arrives in person should. Expect many precautions in place, including limited entrance at the bar. Um, yeah, this is a wonderful opportunity to fill in the gaps in your at-home whiskey collection and to support the bartenders and servers at DC Institution in the process. So anyone looking for a half of a credibly rare vintage, you might be able to lay your hands on it. Yeah, that's a good point. All it takes is a trip to DC. I mean, it's not that far. You can... <laughs> Uh, yeah, this one broke me. I got nothing. Got nothing. There's, there's, there's no transition that can possibly prepare you for your dog being Keystone Light's new mascot. Basically, just and now for something completely Continue. different. <laughs> mm -hmm. There have been dog influencers and beer influencers, but now Keystone Light is looking for a dog beer influencer. Uh, they're willing to pay ten thousand dollars for the sponsorship deal. Earlier this month, the brand's parent company, Molson Coors, launched Keystone Key Lightful, a refreshingly sweet uh, raspberry lime extension of Keystone Light. This says extension, and I'm just picturing, like, it's the regular Keystone Light can, and then just on top of it, there's, like, a little bit more. And like, All right, crack this one, too, and this will... <laughs> it's got another tab and everything. Yeah. You gotta screw it on after you pop the Keystone Light, and then it'll... It's another, like, four ounces. <laughs> of just pure raspberry lime. Uh, anyway, to help to promote the funky new beer, Keystone is looking for a funky dog to serve as the beer's mascot. Little Keezy Breezy for a full year. I need a shower after saying that. <coughs> no. Uh, no. Will, that do, will the shower not do it? Will I Will I never be clean again? You'll never be clean again. That filth All is right. on you forever. <sighs> I thought so. Well, dog owners over the age of 21 who think their pet is the, is a star in the making have until April 10th to upload a picture of their pooch to Instagram to enter the contest. Uh, photos should be accompanied with a under 100 word caption of why the dog should be the next Slurms McKenzie, <laughs> including hashtag uh, hashtags hashtag search for little Keezy. And hashtag constant, uh, contest. Entrance should also tag at Keystone Light official in the post. 
alternatively, you can just email it to don't want to say that email address at keylightful.com. <laughs> don't want to say <laughs> Little breezy keezy at keylightful.com. Uh, uh, you just feel dirty. I do. The winner, the winning dog will receive $10,000. They all have to do is get rid of all of their dog's self, uh, uh, self-esteem. After a, a year supply of Keystone Key Lightful, awarded in the form of a, of a thousand dollar check. Oh, thank God they didn't actually give you the beer. As well as an official photo shoot and Keystone merch for the na- uh, nascent dog influ- dog fluencer. Dog fluencer. Oh, jeez. Yeah. In addition uh, to making one lucky dog's day, Key Lightful will be helping four-legged friends across the country by donating fifty thousand dollars. To the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, the ASPCA. Uh, you know that's that's probably worth saying that that terrible mascot name twice. The... Yeah, yeah. I mean, the stink will never come off of you, but it won't. But it's for the it's for the animals. Uh, you know, I feel like I need a drink after that, but I can't leave. Perhaps I need a quarantini. <laughs> a quarantini. You really have to give it to him on the name, I think. <laughs> uh, yes, so emergency reminds people that it's not a cocktail mixer. <laughs> Are we sure? I mean, I mean anything these, can be a cocktail mixer. In these mixer. trying times. <laughs> I was going to say, in these trying times, is it not really just whatever you can put into liquid form? I mean... <laughs> Our motto is always, follow your heart. Uh, with people around the country and world staying home due to the COVID-19 coronavirus outbreak, some have started getting creative with their efforts to stay healthy during the pandemic. Last week, a drink known as the Quarantini, a mixture of emergency vitamin C supplement and vodka or gin, began making the rounds on social media with numerous people posting their own spins on the cocktail. Is that really being a creative way to stay healthy no or is that just i want to get drunk i don't have anything orange flavored (laughs) that and and i think vitamin c helps even though it doesn't you guys there is uh no c has never helped it's always been a lie unless you're a deficient in vitamin c it does not support any extra anything (laughs) vitamin c has never done anything all it has done is try to steal my sunshine all it has done Is give airborne. Okay, you should get a sticker for that one. <laughs> all it's done to give airborne the uh, the tagline to take all of every idiot's money. Mm. Um, okay, so aviation gin, of course. Uh, that's the Ryan Reynolds one, in case uh, everybody's forgotten somehow. Trust uh, me, Ryan Reynolds will not let you forget. <laughs> uh, they responded approvingly of the cocktail, writing, "We're sorry about this emergency, but also big fans." <laughs> On Twitter. <laughs> Uh, emergency's response was less playful reminding readers we do not recommend taking any of our products with alcohol (laughs) well yeah uh aviation later followed emergency's lead offering its own note of caution Uh, quote while everyone should take precaution during these times we do not recommend having a quarantini or any alcohol if you're feeling under the weather if you're feeling fine and of legal drinking age a little extra vitamin c consumption doesn't hurt (laughs) Uh, Ryan Reynolds, meanwhile, gave his own official statement, writing, Do not drink alcohol if you're feeling under the weather, please. 
I uh, mean, I have to imagine he is, in fact, Aviation Gen's PR department, and he, he just he, he sent both Aviation of those Gen. other tweets. Probably. Um, while while studies have shown that moderate levels of alcohol consumption may aid in immune response, heavy drinking can have the opposite effect. Ultimately, while a cocktail can uh, help take the sting out of being stuck at home, it most certainly should not be viewed as an effective substitute for medicine or cleaning and sanitation products. <laughs> Look, they said alcohol kills it. I just had to raise my blood alcohol high enough. Once I get it, once I get that to 100%, everything will be dead in my system, and I'll be healthy again. Absolutely. Again, I just don't think it works. Because a dead person can't be sick. <laughs> See? Well, you that's can't. true. <laughs> and I can't spread coronavirus if I'm dead, right? If you're not drawing breath. No, Mr. Bond. <laughs> <sighs> no, Mr. Bond. I expect you to get drunk. <laughs> oh, I mean, I've had a constant buzz going on since, like, 1961. <laughs> All right, well, you know, us has been rocking a pretty great buzz. Uh, are they pink mm. elephants? Close. 14 <laughs> Chinese elephants who discovered a trove of corn wine. Corn wine. <laughs> well, humans around the world. Why is Kentucky not like pioneering corn wine? Right? What, what's I, up I with don't this? know, what but happening? now all I'm thinking of is I hear about African elephants and Indian elephants. Chinese elephants are new for me. Oh, they're a little um, smaller. But uh, while well, oh, humans around okay. the world, well, because like because you know African elephants big ears, Indian elephants small ears. Well, relatively, there's a tusk difference, and huh. there's also that. But that's just how I've always had the. While humans around the world are social distancing in the face of the COVID-19 coronavirus, a group of elephants in China are keeping the party going. <laughs> As reporters in Newsweek, a group of 14 elephants wandered into Chinese uh, to a Chinese village earlier this week in search of food, finding instead a treasure trove of locally produced corn wine, at least 30 liters worth. <laughs> After drinking their fill, the pachyderms were observed passing out in a nearby tea field. So, I hear a lot of talk <laughs> in this modern day about spirit animals, and I thought this was a load of bunk. But I have found them. And they are these elephants. Well, the 2005 National Geographic study seemed to put, uh, put to bed the popular legend that elephants routinely get drunk from ingesting fermenting uh, marula fruit. Yeah, marula. <clears throat> okay. Uh, that didn't take into account alcohol that has already been brewed or distilled. Uh, in 2010, a herd of 70 elephants went on a drunken rampage in India, killing three people. Those those elephants, not, not so the spirit animal. Yeah. Not, not the spirit, no. Uh, elephants are fond of alcohol, and they are good at finding it, uh, conservationist Parveen Keswan noted on Twitter. According to a 1984 report cited in the drinks business, uh, <laughs> elephants would need to consume around 10 liters of alcohol uh, at around 7% to start acting drunk. Clearly, that corn wine was pretty strong. I, I feel like we really need to find this whole corn wine situation. Look, Kentucky, uh, get, on, happening right get, now? get on some corn wine for me. I'm pretty sure it's just... I'm, I, I'm pretty sure that corn wine is just their slang for, uh, for moonshine. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I feel it like is. it would have. I feel like it would have more of a, more of a uh, an impressive name than corn wine because right. 
it's at that point it's not even really wine. It's okay. I gotta I look at basically this whiskey. It's right. basically it's basically its only only legal use is to uh, clean the paint off of uh, speedboats. <laughs> right. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> we'd like to remind everyone that this is our news only show, but we do a weekly long form show discussing the science and history around what you drink. If you like what you hear and you want to support Have a Drink, please go to patreon.com slash have a drink show or have a drink store dot com. Um, we know I just want to say we know times are tough right now. If you can give anything, that'd be amazing. If not, we totally get it. Um, if you need to cancel or pause for a while. Totally understandable. Um, but we will see you again in another couple of weeks, virtually. Uh, once again, I'm Brittany D. Walker. I'm Justin Frazier. And I'm Christopher Walker, and we will see you guys socially distant next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Club hopes you have enjoyed this broker. <laughs>